Welcome to Blue Gold Radio Sunday News. My name is Talia Van Sistine, and I'm your host for this evening's news update. The campus mask mandate is going to end on all UW-Eau Claire campuses starting on March 12th, following a University of Wisconsin system initiative to end masking requirements at UW institutions. Students received an email from Vice Chancellor of Finance and Administration, Grace Cricket on February 16th, stating the masks would still be encouraged but no longer required. I talked with Spectator reporter Leah Kopke, who spoke with campus leaders and students about their opinions on this UW system decision. So, Leah, why is the university changing its mask requirements now? So the answer kind of stems from down in Madison. On February 16th, Interim UW System President Tommy Thompson announced all system universities would be lifting their mask requirements by spring break. And soon after that, UW-Eau Claire, alongside UW-Stout and UW-River Falls, announced that their mask requirements would be lifted March 11th. Okay. And I know you talked to some students about this decision. How are the people that you talked to feeling about the requirements lifting soon? Yeah, so the day this change was announced, myself and my coworker Sammy Geiger spoke with students about their thoughts on this. For many of them, it was their first time hearing about the news. In general, students felt this change was coming pretty quickly and out of nowhere. They had a negative response to it, worrying about the health of themselves and others, especially one student we talked to who is an RA. I think it's very soon for it to happen in terms of mid-semester. It's something that's been enforced all year and been regulated, and now they're going to go into a moment where they don't have it anymore, and I think that's kind of ridiculous because it's just you're enforcing policy the whole year, and then you go, and then you just stop, which I don't really like. I'm an RA in Oak Ridge, so... I work in housing, and with that being said, it's already hard enough to enforce masks a lot of the time, so if that's something that, let's just say, goes for the UW system on campus and doesn't hit the actual dorms, because dorms can have their own policy, it's just going to be a pain for us. So I'd like to either, I guess, see it start next year, if anything, or just keep going, because I feel like even if we decide we don't want to do masks anymore, the numbers are just going to rise, and it's probably something that's going to be enforced again. So from there, it's really just getting rid of it for a couple weeks and getting right back onto it, especially because it's happening right around spring break when everybody goes and travels, and I know how cautious they were when everybody came back from winter break. But there were still other students who were glad to see the masks go. And reactions have been equally mixed, even on the campus meme page, which over the past few years here at school has become a popular forum for students to be voicing their opinions about campus issues. And what have administrators said about this decision? Shortly after the announcement, I spoke with Grace Cricket, who is UW-Eau Claire's Vice Chancellor for Finance and Administration. She said the change is based on current information from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and other health experts. Cricket said that as our understanding of COVID-19 has evolved, so have the safety precautions deemed necessary. In all, she said UW-Eau Claire administrators discussed this decision with the campus governing bodies and the local health department before making their decision official. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Leah. Yeah. In more news tonight, the UW-Eau Claire Police Department is noticing an increase in catalytic converter thefts. There were 52 thefts reported in Eau Claire in 2020, and four of them were on UW-Eau Claire property. This number grew to 168 reported catalytic converter thefts in 2021, with eight of them being on UW-Eau Claire property. McKenna Dirks, the editor-in-chief of The Spectator, talked with me about this increase in catalytic converter thefts in Eau Claire and why this may be happening. 
So, McKenna, how did the campus community find out about the rise of catalytic converter thefts? The Dean of Students, LaRue Pierce, sent out an email a couple weeks ago informing students of the increase in thefts of catalytic converters. And can you kind of explain what a catalytic converter is and maybe where it's located on a car? A catalytic converter is a part of a vehicle that converts pollutants and exhaust gas from an internal combustion engine into less toxic pollutants by catalyzing a redox reaction. This part is essential for making a vehicle run properly. If you look at the exhaust pipe on the back of a vehicle and go underneath the car and follow that pipe all the way up to the end, you'll find the catalytic converter part. It's pretty easy to spot. It's a big tube looking thing. Okay, good to know. And can you kind of explain the rising cases that have occurred over the past four years here in Eau Claire? So Sergeant Chris Kirchman of the UW-Eau Claire Police Department told me that in 2017, there were 11 reported thefts of catalytic converters in the city of Eau Claire, but none recorded in 2018 and 2019 following. He also said in 2020 was when the police department noticed a significant increase in thefts. He said there were a total of 52 thefts in the city, four of which were on UW-Eau Claire property. In 2021, this number only increased. There were 168 reported thefts, with eight being on UW-Eau Claire property. Okay, and is this increase reflecting national trends as well in catalytic converter thefts? Sergeant Kirschman did say that this is a national issue. However, we have just seen spikes around the Eau Claire area. Why are more of them being stolen in Eau Claire specifically? So we don't have an exact answer for that, but my guess is Minnesota recently put in a law where if you bring a catalytic converter to any sort of scrap shop or yard, you have to prove where it came from. And with that law being in place, I'm sure people started moving into Wisconsin because we don't yet have a law like that. And Eau Claire is the first major city you hit coming from the cities, which is where it was most prominent in Minnesota. Okay. Yeah, that that would make sense. You kind of mentioned the numbers already, but Just to clarify, most of these thefts are happening off campus, not on campus, right? Yes. Previously, that is true. We've just seen a larger spike on campus, uh, especially this year. Since January 1st of 2022, uh, UW-Eau Claire has had 13 thefts. The city is more than double, but there is a spike in the campus community. Wow. How much does it cost to replace a catalytic converter? A catalytic converter is upwards of $2,000 to replace if it's been stolen. Wow. Okay. And what should someone do if their catalytic converter is stolen? If you find that your catalytic converter has been stolen off of your vehicle, first things first, call the police to notify them. Second thing, make sure you file an insurance claim. And you spoke to someone who had their catalytic converter stolen what was her reaction to it being stolen what did she do initially she was kind of shocked kind of a strange story that week she didn't even have her own vehicle it was her parents vehicle that she had she said that her dad had backed into her vehicle when she was visiting home so she got to leave her vehicle there and bring her parents vehicle back and she came back from work one night parked her car in the Bollinger lot. And then the next morning when she had to go to work again, she said it was about 20 minutes after she received that email from LaRue Pierce about the rise in thefts. And she got in her car and 
noticed a very weird noise when she started up her car. So her first thought was to call her dad for assistance and it was over FaceTime. So he asked her to show him the exhaust pipe on the end and to follow it all the way up to where the catalytic converter is and he saw that it was missing. So surprisingly, she was pretty calm because it wasn't in fact her own car, but was pretty shocked too. This is Lee Spitzer talking about her experience getting her catalytic converter stolen. The unfortunate thing about the V lot is there's no cameras around, like there's no cameras at the lot and there's no street lights like in that area either. So like it's completely pitch black at night. What can someone do to protect themselves from getting their catalytic converter stolen? Okay, so some precautions that someone can take to prevent catalytic converter from being stolen are installing an anti-theft device, checking with a local auto shop for service and pricing, weld the catalytic converter to your car's frame, park inside a closed locked garage, park in well-lit areas, or etch your VIN vehicle identification number or license plate number onto the part. Okay, great. Well, thanks so much, McKenna. Thank you. Now, that's all the news I have for you tonight. Thank you for tuning in to Blue Gold Radio Sunday News. This has been Talia Van Sistine for Blue Gold Radio Sunday at 89.7 WUEC.